Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. New place, new place, new place, new place, new place, new place. Yes, I am in my new house Ooh. that I'm renting. I just love it because I, I did get a full video tour of it. Um, but this is the this part yeah. of it will be just always the most precious to me. This like square of wall I see with your face. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, eventually you said it would eventually swing around, but it's a uh, yes. I just I just know when I come to visit, I'll be like, oh, that window. There it is. I'm gonna sleep in this room. You're like, please don't sleep in my office. I'm like, I'm sleeping in here. No, you can sleep in the office. You know. I mean, it looks nice. Is that, I'm looking out the window, is that, um, is that a fence? Or is that... That's a fence. That is a fence? It's about three feet, and then there's a fence, and then three more feet is the neighbor's house. Oh. Because we're on half lots. Oh. Mm. Because we're in a suburban hellscape. But you know what? It beats an apartment. Yeah. Yeah, house is nice. I'm not sharing walls anymore. Yeah. And I've got a little yard. It's got AstroTurf, and I need to fix it. Because it's got improperly installed AstroTurf. Yeah, I'm trying to let them... I'm trying to... I said I would do that all myself if they let me. If they want AstroTurf in, still, they have to actually properly install it. Yeah, I mean, one, it's ugly, and two, you're not even going to do it right. You're not even going to put the ugly grass in right. Like, and now, because it's not, it's not good quality AstroTurf, and they just put it on the dirt, so it's so lumpy, it's a tripping hazard. Yeah. It's, it's bad. I, so, I hate, uh, I hate, like, so many. Oh. Um, I mean, I hate landlords. But that's, like, that's, like, my only real issue with the place. Anyway. Um, do you want to hear about, do you want to hear about, um, the girl? Exactly. Of course. Did you get? Because I was. I, I know everyone. The audience has been waiting to hear. Everyone. All right. Listen up. This is Miss Amira. And her her moving her her moving uh, melodies. Help you. <laughs> it almost is like she's saying like. Mommy, mommy, help it's me. It's not she's saying help me. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, it's me. a little bit, it's a little bit more, I think she's matured a little bit from her old boy days, <laughs> or her oh no. She, she does still, do. oh boy. <laughs> but yeah. Honestly, if you can dig that up, it's probably deep Gosh, within the depths of our group chat. Probably. Because I, I know for a fact, Fern was giving us the blow by blow of when uh, Amira was behind my fridge. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. But, uh, yeah, so so last um last Wednesday, like the movers came, so that was like our official like move day. Like we'd mm-hmm. had the place for a few days and been like taking carloads over, but this was like the day. So I was gonna start, you know, working from the house, and so you know I got all my most precious things: my computers, my work computer, my personal computer, my and my cat. Um, and packed it into the car, and right. we had a, you know, a 25-minute drive. And, uh, we Lots made it here. Your life? Um, you know, it's not that bad. I've, I've gone with her, you know, like, 19 hours oh, on a couple right, occasions. I you guys went, like, cross So, country. like, this is, 
Yeah, this is nothing. We've gone up and down the West Coast together, so this is nothing. Yeah. Um, So so we get here. um, The shower that I have now had a detachable waterhead, so we got in the shower together. Um, I sustained no injuries for this at all, because I was able to just point and shoot. Oh, that's amazing. I... I'm I, I what what you described sounded I was like when you were telling me it was detachable and you said and we got it together I was like oh thank God because I thought that was gonna end and I sprayed her, just sprayed her down like um do you know that scene in gosh what is it with uh Tina Fey and Amy Poehler where one of she's her baby mama and like she get she's a surrogate Amy Poehler's a surrogate for Tina Fey. And at one point, she's bleaching her hair, which you can't do when you're pregnant. You can't bleach your hair. And so Tina, uh, Tina Fey puts Amy Poehler in the shower and, like, is spraying her down. And uh, Amy Poehler's just like, I'm clean. I'm clean. My, me and my sister quote that all the time. Do you not do that? No, I, I don't know if I know what movie you're talking oh, about. Oh, my. It's a, it's, I, they're. I would say Amy Poehler and, T- uh, sorry, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey have issues. They have racism, transphobia, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, like, that movie isn't what I don't think is as popular, but it's so funny. Hang on. All right, yeah, send me the link. I'll have to put it on a list. I, I think it's watch. just called Baby Mama. All right. Oh, well, it's, uh, yeah, 2008. Wow, that is a low score for something that was so impactful to my young adulthood. I did definitely take the shower head and just point it right at her butt. Well, that's what you have to do. Okay, I have a cat story, uh, but is that the end of Amira's terrors? No. No. Of course not. Well, maybe maybe that's the end of her terrors. It's not the end of my terrors. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I, you know, I dried her off and I let her go and um, I'm like, oh, I should show her where her litter box is. So I got cleaned up. She was hiding in, um, we have a nice uh, walk-in closet now. And so she was tucked away in there and I'm like, I'm going to bring you downstairs and uh, show you your litter box in my office because here it is now in my office right next to me. And this is when I got hurt (laughs) because um, she put three holes in my shirt and I have a little puncture wound on my tummy. Just like from you carrying her? Yeah. Like, you know, she's not, it's not like she's like. I honestly would have just brought do that. the box to her because, God, I'm not as brave as you. Maybe. I, I probably didn't need to do it. Like, she could probably smell it from where she was because she's a cat and has better sense of smell than But me. you were trying to do right by her. Make sure she didn't pee in any random corners. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she was not happy, but she saw where it was and then she left. And, by I mean, by the end of the night, you know, she was down meowing, telling yeah. us all about the place. But, um, after wow, mom, I had let I her go and the, I'm... The... The crown molding here. <laughs> Look at that cabinet. Can I get up there? <laughs> I like the stairs, though. I like those. I like the stairs. Can I fit my head through these stairs? There's not enough to walk on the outside of these stairs. How am I supposed to give you a heart attack? But anyways, so I'm setting up, um, you know, my office isn't set up. I don't have my desk yet because the movers haven't moved my giant, super, super heavy desk. Right. Um. It comes apart in three pieces, still not manageable. Um, so I set up in the kitchen at our island. And I'm, like, getting ready and my girlfriend's in the living room with me. And I see something through the blinds. Like, the blinds are, like, mostly closed. 
see a shape. And it is a mirror shaped and a mirror colored. And I leap out of my chair and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm having like a heart attack and I like throw open the back door. Like how did my cat get out? Like how did she do and this so fast? Jailbreak. Yeah. And I look at this cat. and That is not my cat. <laughs> and she looks back at me and she's like, I don't think I'm your cat. I am not your cat. <laughs> Please do not take me inside. I am an outside baby. So she scuttled along the fence that you see behind me, but man, I had a I had a heart attack. Like I thought it was my cat. I thought my cat had gotten outside somehow and was on top of the fence. What color was it? It was a very pretty kitty. Huh? What color was the neighborhood cat? She is she's dilute. I'm not sure if she's a tortoiseshell or if she's just gray and white. She long hair. Um her fur was a little patchy. She had the same, she was a mirror shaped. So oh, she had like okay. the same like build she and was she was like a mirror size. From the blinds. Yeah, exactly. Because it was through the blinds. I just well, saw like nice dilute. that nice got a neighborhood welcome. Right? So nice. I saw her the next day too. I haven't seen her again, but. Probably because she just I, uh, I almost had a heart attack. Which honestly oh, is fine because that means Amira and her won't start conspiring to take over the world together yeah right no not quite hopefully Amira's but yeah so that was that was my move in she's been she's been doing great you know I came down this morning before I went to work and she was just like sprinting down the hall she'll like chase me up the stairs she's loving it good I'm so glad well I think I will save my cat story for next week if we need it because it's not that funny okay Okay, sounds good. Um, did you read anything? I did. Um, do you want to hear about what I read? Yes, please tell me about what you read. Um, I read um, Your Black Friend and Other Strangers by Ben Passmore, um, which is a collection mm-hmm. Of his comics he is a black anarchist comic artist and um uh, your black friend i think is a pretty well-known comic i believe it's been adapted to an animated short film um and it's just like a lot about like microaggressions and like black people who are friends with white people especially in the u.s and a lot of his stuff was like you know post-2016, pre-2016 Black Lives Matter movement, and also just, like, about yeah. anarchy and being a black person in America, and his own experiences, and then also some, like, more out there, sort of, like, some of it, like, kind of sci-fi, uh, what's the word, uh, surrealist comics. Um, I, I kind of, it was, it was, you know, I'm white, I struggle, I didn't, like, sh- I struggle with some of, like, the the subject matter just like wrapping my head around some of it obviously yeah um and also like the anarchy subject and just sort of the like call to actions and call outs that were present in his work it was it was a short book but a, a thick thick mind read you know it was mm-hmm. like cutting through pudding um which would be easy this wasn't easy um Cutting, cutting through oobleck. You can't. <laughs> so, um, 
it was a good read and he has a very interesting art style um the way he uses shapes and movement um and yeah also how he portrays himself uh he ended the like comic by um drawing himself as a giant roach who set itself on fire and threw itself at cops so that was one way to end a comic collection beautiful um so that was that was another one by uh silver sprocket i got a couple weeks ago or a month or so ago it was good i'm glad i own it I, it's definitely one i think i will have to reread um a couple times and probably will get something new from it every single time i read it yeah um and it definitely gave me like a lot of things about a lot of people i need to like learn about and read about and make myself aware of what did you read all right, so I read Blackwood, or I started reading Blackwood, uh, written by Evan Dorkin, um, and uh, art with art by Veronica and Andy Fish. And I think Evan Dorkin did Beasts of Burden, which I really liked um, with the animals. But this one, but this one's with people which isn't as fun, but still good. Um, but it is still, like, spooky occult stuff and, oh, yeah. like, the supernatural. And so it's about, like, these college kids who get, like, s- special scholarships to go to this college. And they're like, this is weird. None of them, none of us are really good students. Why, why are we all, why did we all get these full-ride scholarships Those to this little college? Take the money, take the money, go. Uh, oh they yeah, they did. Oh, they definitely too, did. Like I wouldn't question it. Yeah, no. It, it and it seems like oh, they've all had maybe like supernatural tragedies in their past, and well, that's. Um, I think that's fair. I think if a ghost ate your mom, you deserve. Yeah. If I if I ever experience um like the giant marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. I think yeah, just seeing it, I, I deserve some sort of financial compensation. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we're going to this college. But I think, um, I haven't, I've only just started, like, the first, like, few issues. Um, but it, it seems like, it seems like they're gonna be, like, uh, yeah, like, ghost hunting. Ooh. And that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, I, I, I'm digging it. Alright. Ready? Yeah, let's, let's dig into something else. Because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? You remember where we left off? Oh, where we left off? Um man where did we leave off we left off (laughs) we left off with me choreographing a high school musical map uh of uh stick to the status quo which i did look i did check and i i don't know if i saw like a map like hey let's do this like from a couple years ago i don't think it i don't think it had anything to do with warriors though um i didn't find one and also, I'm glad I didn't find one because they would have done it wrong. They would have assigned to the wrong clans, to the wrong, um, to the wrong, like, you know, there's, because in that, there's, like, the, the jocks, 
and then the nerds, and then the stoners, but they call them the skateboarders, but obviously it's the stoners. <laughs> um, and, like, they wouldn't have had Brambleclaw um, be a, 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 a Sharpay's brother, and Sharpay would have been... Um, Sharpay needs to be Hawk Frost. Anyway, I, like... <laughs> Well, we, what happened in the story so is... only you can host this. <laughs> Honestly, yes. What happened in the story is we did see Crow. We saw Crowfeather. Um, he didn't say anything to to uh, Squirrel Flight because he just kept a rabbit. He had a rabbit in his mouth. In his mouth the whole time, which honestly... <laughs> Good strat. I do think he should get a point. Because... Oh. I think he should get a point for yeah. not, like... Not exactly trauma dumping, but like emotionally unloading on Squirrel Flight the first second he saw her. Because I genuinely... all right, so we're gonna give him a point for Rabbit. Yeah, point for for Rabbit, but more so the point is he had Rabbit instead of just being like, "Hey, Squirrel Flight, I need to confess my sins to you." Which I <laughs> truly expected because I cannot see this boy as anything else but Edward Cullen, um, which is amazing because. We need to interview Stephanie Meyer and see how much of inspiration she took from him. Cause... Yeah, yeah. Hey, Stephanie Meyer, do you want to come on our Warrior Cast podcast and tell us how? Because from what inspired. I've heard about Midnight, uh, I don't remember this. The it, whatever the name of Twilight is, but it's from Edward's point of view. But I do know he was like so emotionally constipated throughout that entire book. Um, it's like amazing. Yeah, that Twilight even happened because like the whole time he's like, I am a demon. Who should be struck down for even looking at a woman? Um, and then something else happened after we got back to camp or something. I genuinely don't remember because I didn't really summarize it I that well because I just was quoting honor the lyrics to stick to the size quote my summary. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you were. Um, badger. There's a badger. Oh, right. A badger badger babies. Babies. Three of them are babies. Well, we didn't get too far into that. We just were like, attack, and then we cut there. So, we're about to kill a mother. Yeah. Which, like I said, I do not think we're gonna win this fight because moms lifting cars. I think a mom badger could kill... How many of us are? Four? Four cats or three? Four. Oh, yeah. We're dead. I know we're some of the best and brightest, but we're the best and brightest of ThunderClan, so we're screwed. I think I think there's four, right? Because isn't Rainwhisker with them? Yeah, Rainwhisker's definitely with them because I said I thought Rainwhisker was the eldest, but you were like, absolutely not. Rainwhisker's younger than all of them, except for maybe Ashford. Except for Squirrel Flight. It's Ashford, Rainwhisker. No. Ashford's there. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were doing the order of... Uh, no, no, I'm saying who's here. Oh, yes, my eldest? Here. Okay, let me guess. Brambleclaw's the eldest. No. Is Ashford the eldest? Yes. Okay, jeez, okay. Uh, amazing, he's so old when I've never... I didn't even know he existed until two weeks ago. Okay, Ashford's the eldest. Um, I probably was like, ooh, Ash gets a cute name, and that was like it. <laughs> um, Ashford's the eldest. Then Brambleclaw. Uh-huh. Then Rain Whisker. Yeah. And then is Squirrel Flight. All right. So, yeah, Brambleclaw sprang onto the rock and yowled to attack. Hello! 
So Ashfur and Rainwhisker are further around the clearing, and Squirrelflight goes to stand at Brambleclaw's side. Get out, she hisses, even though they wouldn't understand her. This is our territory. It'd be like if someone came into your home and started yelling Italian at your children, and you just came home with groceries, and you're like, why are you here? <laughs> like, literally, let's put this in perspective. Put away? Let's put this in perspective. You're out, I guess it's not really like a house, there's not a door. Okay, you're out camping with your kids. Okay. And, you know, you just got the tent set up, you ran and, like, got something from the commissary, you're coming back, and there are four people yelling at what you think is Italian. Genuinely, you don't yeah. know. You just know it's a different language, and they're yelling at your kids, and you're like, like, you drop the groceries and you start fist fighting, right? Like, I... Okay, well, you get home with the groceries. Yeah. And then they all jump out of the bushes and start yelling. Yeah, like, those are bad guys. Like, those are bad guys. I mean, I know we're hoping that this lady will just pick up her kids and run, but also, like, you live here. Like, she, if from, if what we assumed last time is true, that she had to relocate, Lord knows what this badger's been through. Like, this badger, like, she could have been part of the fires. She could have been part of the, uh, the, the, um, poisoning. Uh, she could have been part of the, the, like, part of the river that was, like, destroyed, you know? Who knows? Yeah. And now she's, like, maybe she had to interact with Hawkfrost, which nobody wants. Ugh. God. Wait. Are you real? Huh? If there was, like, a weird Hawk Frost, if there's a future Hawk Frost allegiance with this badger, it will be a little lame because his dad did once trick a bunch of dogs to do his dirty work. I mean, it failed, but pretty hard. No, I'm just saying that uh, Hawk Frost uh, drove a badger oh, true territory the other day. So, like, maybe she got bullied by Hawk Frost. Yeah. Nobody likes that. And honestly, uh, unless you can tell us the future, <laughs> we're badger racist here, apparently. So. Yeah, we go definitely. You know, honestly, two out of four people here have good reason to not, like, judge a badger before they know them. And yet, we're going to yell at badger and children. Yet. We're going to attack a badger mother after she's been through probably the worst year of her short life. And she's just trying to find a safe place and she's like oh finally found a place it kind of smells stinky around here but i i know where i like my kids have to like i'm they're gonna die unless i like bring them here and then the first thing that happens is your neighbors come and just are like get out of the neighborhood this is terrible this is terrible i thought that we're supposed to be the good guys oh I'm sorry. So they fight, of course. And Squirrelflight thinks it's easy. The badger is slow and clumsy. But then a massive paw slams down less than a mouse length from her haunches. And it would have snapped her spine if the blow had landed. Is this mama or is that papa coming? It's just mama. Okay, and yeah, of course it's like clumsy. You guys caught her off guard. Well, Brambleclaw tries to fasten his teeth on the badger's throat, but she shakes him off, and he flies through the air and lands motionless. I thought we were supposed to be scaring her off. It sounds like we're doing murder, guys. What are we going to do when you murder the mom and the kids are just here? Are we going to kill kids? 
Is this what we've sunk down to? We're gonna raise them as our own. Who's gonna adopt the badger children? Um, oh my god! Is my joke about badger kit gonna be real? I don't want to get a badger children through murder. That's like, this is weirdly fitting for today's cat fact. Go on. Alright. This girl flight races to his side, but before she reaches him, he staggers to his paws. I'm okay, he rasped. And Squirrel Flight veered away to meet the badger head on. God, if I was Ashford, I'd be rolling my eyes. Squirrel Flight caught, uh, clawed at her nose while Ashford battered her haunches, and Brambleclaw is biting down on the badger's hind paw. Rain. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, I just know what battering means. Like, do you think they're doing the kickies or are they swiping? I think they're swiping right now. <laughs> Um, Rain Whisker has his paws hooked in her pout while he bit her ear. Guys, this is, like, not a fair fight. Jeez. The badger had had enough. She shook them off and let out a roar of defeat, and she nudges her cubs ahead of her and fled the clearing. Oh, whew, okay, oh, good. I'm die. so worried. We're about to have a land-before-time situation, like, where the mom dies tragically. And don't come back. Ashford yowled after them. Ashford, she straight up yeah. doesn't understand you. Well, Brambleclaw tells them all, well, well fought, and let's hope that's the last they see of them. And that there aren't any more, Ashford adds. Brambleclaw says they can fill the hole and keep watch to make sure they don't come back. What? Now? Squirrelflight protested. She's worn out and her belly is yowling. Brambleclaw says not now. They'll send another patrol to deal with the set, and everyone can keep an eye out going forward. They go back to collect their prey from earlier, and Squirrelflight feels the sting of new wounds on top of the scratches from Mudclaw's battle. This is why we don't I won't let have... cats outside. Yeah. I won't have any fur left at this rate, she mutters. You look beautiful as comes up to her... If that's not what Ashford says, he's wrong. I'm, I'm sure he's thinking that. But uh, he just comes up to her side and licks a claw mark on her shoulder gently and tells her that she fought well. Thanks. So did you, Squirrelflight says, and he looks battered and bloody. She bets that badger wishes she'd never set foot on their territory. I didn't know. I didn't know. Hi, I'm Badger Mom. I If we had a court of law, I would be suing you guys for harassment. Literally, you beat the crap out of me in front of my children. Honestly, if you guys had just, if you guys had just showed up and like, like peed all over, I probably would have left. Like. I probably would have gotten the message. I don't want that like, stink. Like, I don't know why you guys saw me and were like, oh, murder. Like. I feel like if you guys, if they just, like, stood there and been scary, she probably would have run. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know usually badgers are, like, they're aggressive, but four cats, four cats, and I don't know how big she is. Are badgers females bigger, males bigger? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like she would have left, but... Maybe badgers are like geese and they're super mean. I don't know. Well, Squirrelflight pictures the huge creature stumbling through the brush with her cubs. And for a few heartbeats, she feels a pang of sympathy. A little late. 
little late, guys. Little late to grow that bone back. Well, she knows what it was like to lose her home and travel far to find a new one. And Squirrel Flight hopes that she finds somewhere safe for her cubs. Just a long, long way from Thunderclan. Why didn't we just pee? Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? Okay, yeah, I'll do a cat fact. Um. Alright, so, today we are covering a more recent cat meme. Uh, this was actually um, uh, suggested by Russell, by Russell on Twitter. Um, I asked, oh. like, hey, send me your favorite cat memes when we started doing this a couple weeks ago. And Russell volunteered uh, this cat to look into, or this cat meme, I should say. And boy, howdy. Russell, you picked a good one, man. Um, <laughs> I appreciate his suggestions and the other ones we got. I'm going to try and do the suggestions that we got because I kind of want to be done with cat memes. We have so many more to do, but... <laughs> I want to at least do the ones that were suggested before I, like, end it, because right. I hate to um, have asked for suggestions and then be like, oh, I hate doing this so much. <laughs> um, it's not it's not anyone's fault that ev- everything ended up being an NFT. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, Russell, he suggests that we cover Floppa, or Big Floppa. Um, yes. <laughs> Which is a meme that originated in 2019, so rather recently. Um, and kind of kicked off in 2020, um, the Instagram user, uh, Prozahony, which is P-R-O-Z-H-O-N-Y, uh, they're Russian, so I'm doing my best with pronouncing a lot of these. Also, another thing is a lot of different sources, like, gave different names for a lot of these, both the, the, the pets and the people. Um, I think it's kind of a situation where there might be like English versions of a name and Russian versions of a name and maybe some mistranslations. I'm just going to give both or just the ones I saw most commonly and we're all going to agree that that's okay and that I, I did my best. (laughs) Um, You're doing your best. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they posted a photo of their cat next to Big Floppa who was not a cat. Me? <laughs> so, Big Floppa, aka Gregory or Gosha, or Gasha, I think it's Gosha, um, is a caracal, or a caracal, um, which is a wild cat. The nickname Big Floppa came from uh, Gasha's floppy ears, which are part of his species. Um, I'm going to give you guys the full, like, facts, and then I'm going to give you opinion. Um, it's a little bit of an op-ed piece, because okay. I have I have it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Gasha was born in a cattery specializing in wild cats in Ukraine in 2017. Um, eventually, he was adopted by Andre and uh, Yelena in Moscow in 2018. Uh, they said that there was, it was kind of like a dream, like, oh, having a wild cat. But they did prep for a year and consulted with specialists. And uh, Gasha is checked on regularly by a wild cat specialist at least once a year. And the couple had two other cats, uh, the then 12-year-old uh, Matvi and the then 4-year-old uh, Zahora and or Justin, which was the biggest. I was like, I don't know which is the... I saw Zahora more, so I'm going to assume the name is Zahora, but also maybe also Justin. That's a cooler name. Yeah. Uh, so the meme is a photo of Zahora and Gasha 
So like a regular house cat and then a carpal, um, which is not a regular house cat, um, like that were sitting by each other next to the window. And this skyrocketed, gosh, into big floppa stardom, um, which led to memes and merch and an app even. Uh, and uh, some of their social oh, media wow. is no longer active uh, uh, or is restricted due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, but they do have an active website. Uh, I'm going to link their Instagram, at least. If you want to go further and check out more of the stuff, go ahead. Um, I'm not going to be like directly linking anything because I couldn't like confirm like all of it was theirs. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't linking mm-hmm. anything questionable. Um, but the Instagram I could confirm was theirs. So it's not active, but you can find links to other, like their YouTube and their website there. Um, so... It, it kind of just, like, popped off. People were like, ha-ha, big cat by, by small cat. Love it. And they have big ears. Wow. So now that I'm done with that, that was the facts, guys. That was the meme. Okay. Time to get into opinion. Tell us your thoughts, Time Brenna. to get into my educated opinion. Because carcals are not pets. Carcals are native to Af- no. Africa, the Middle East, and parts of Central Asia and Pakistan. Yes, they've sometimes been trained for hunting, but they're not house pets. They can weigh up to 42 pounds. They are usually lone animals that eat small mammals and rodents and birds. And for the love of God, even if it's legal, which unfortunately it is legal a lot of places, if you get them declawed, which is inhumane in in my opinion... You can have these oh, yeah. wild animals in your house. Do not put a wild animal in your house if you have small pets. They it Ew. from what I saw, I I don't agree with what this couple that did. I I don't agree with the fact that this animal was bred. Um, they're not endangered. They're actually like a low concern when it comes to endangered species. Like and like, there's some cool, interesting like history. Like they were considered sacred in Egypt and like their fur can be used and like there's this type of hunting that people use them for when they would train them but like they're not domesticated and no uh and the fact that it's like illegal to keep them unless they're declawed is like ugh like and it's um yeah I think that these people, yeah, probably have their heart in the right place. And they seem that they 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 waited a year and they educated themselves before. Um, but also, like, I don't know what this cattery in Ukraine, like, I don't know what the situation is. Like, why are they breeding big cats, especially cats that aren't endangered? Um, and and they've dedicated a lot of money um, and given him proper care. But in reality, like, it, it's it is a different situation. If he was injured and they were trying to rehab him and he couldn't be returned to the wild. Like, I know that's how some yeah. people, like, get, pe- like, some people get raccoons, like, you know, or get a deer that it can't be returned. It has to, like, live its life with humans because it doesn't yeah. understand. And, or it can't survive. Um, and I'm, I'm a reptile owner. I'm all for people having unusual pets in the proper, like, environment to keep them it's one thing yeah. to keep a snake in a giant tank with the proper food and um uh you know stimuli and attention versus 
a wild animal that can be as big as a toddler. You're gonna cut off its fingers. And, and also, like, these are animals that are supposed to be, like, out and having fun and, like, running and jumping. And they can, like, jump up to three meters. Yeah. And to keep it in your house? Like, and the fact that they brought it into a home with two other animals that very easily could have been prey. Even though they got him as, like, a kitten. Oh, gosh. I, I just, yeah. it, if I was a pet owner, like... I had to, like, I take, I have baby locks on uh, Dash, my leopard gecko's cage, to make sure my cats don't eat him. Because he is a prey to them, you know? Um, yeah. Like, I just... I was very surprised my cat didn't try to eat him. Yeah. When she stayed with me. Pleasantly <laughs> so surprised. I, I I can't, like, stop uh, Dasha, um, Big Papa, from the situation he's in now. Obviously, he can never be returned to the wild. He, and he's never harmed... Um, the other pets, and, like, there's interviews with them, but there's, like, there's nothing to be done. However, if you out there have the money and the means to do this, just don't. There's not a good reason to do donate it. Donate it. It's, it's... Donate that money to, you know, endangered species. Funds. Right, and, and, and yeah. I would even say, like, they make a point on their website to say that they're not a sanctuary, um, and that Dasha is their pet, like, which... Like, yeah, it, it, it's an animal that's supposed to, like, it was actually really interesting to learn more about carcals. They are, like, usually alone or, like, in duos. Like, they don't usually live with other animals. Yeah. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, and uh, it was really cool to kind of, like, learn about their history since they are kind of in a lot of different regions. They have, like, a long history. Like, you can find uh ancient egyptian depictions of them and um you know people used to call them lynxes before they were like wait a minute <laughs> these aren't lynxes so um it's not a lynx it's an entirely different species um but yeah it, it was just i understand why people were like whoa this is so cool but at the time gosh it was a kitten and um like is huge now um and it's just, I can't imagine having an animal like that in, like, a, an apartment. Like, like they live in Moscow. Like, I don't think they have a home. They probably have, like, an apartment or, like, a, a townhome sort of situation. Like, yeah. Cool. They, they feed, apparently he eats cardboard a lot to get his frustrations out. And I'm like, mm, doesn't sound very stimulating. <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah. But. What can I do? I'm sure, like, so many people have tried to tell them that this isn't good and it's an improper way to care for an animal, but they seem to really care for Gasha. I don't know if Gasha's declawed. I just saw in the U.S. that's usually the situation if you adopt a carcal. Um, mm. But I just, like, it's one of those things but I don't like, think don't. is illegal a lot of places, but, like... <laughs> Just because it's legal and you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Um, you know, a lot of people have hamsters who shouldn't own hamsters. A lot of people have betas who shouldn't own betas. Um, yeah. It, it's something I just think after educating, because I was like, what's a carcow? And as soon as I started reading about it, I was like, this doesn't seem like an animal that should be a pet. <laughs> and because nowhere on like the basic wiki page for it did it mention like, pets the only thing it ever mentioned it's it's, it's in the main interaction with carcals is like people would sometimes use its fur 
uh, people often, most of the interactions people have with it is, it's, they're kind of like jackals or coyotes. They get onto people's farms and usually the people will, yeah. most of the time when they're killed by humans, it's usually people hit them with their car or people are like, get away from my animals, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. And and also they do, like, there is this kind of hunting that they some people have trained it, uh, cartels to do, but I would say that's an entirely different thing versus having it as a pet. Um, so, that's Big Floppa, which, cool meme, and I wouldn't say it's, I don't think this is an inhumane situation. I just don't want people to get ideas. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's something that, like, if I could turn back time, I'd be like, hey, maybe don't. But, you know, I, I guess uh, Gosh is probably living a better life than whatever would have happened. I don't. I have no idea about this cattery. I, I tried to find more, but yeah. obviously, um, I don't even know if it exists anymore. Unfortunately, <laughs> since it was in uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Um, so that was Big Flappa, who's a a big boy in a little in a little world. Oh. Apparently the the elderly cats really kind of put him in his place. Um, that's good. That's good. I think it's the best case scenario. Yeah, I say that with a very pointed look at anyone. And hey, if you're googling exotic pets right now, put 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 the pointer away from the tiger, and look at the snakes. Hey, look at the reptiles. Or hey, if you want a mammal, look at hedgehogs. Or yeah. even even hamsters. I mean done properly chinchilla chinchilla you can they have if you want something with a big enclosure yeah so many exotic pets chinchilla this is so soft so sweet yeah there's so many exotic pets that you can keep if you need to educate yourself oh sorry i i'll get off the soapbox i didn't i realized i was standing on it um i mean i did i definitely like jumped on the soapbox as soon as i got the chance but i it was it, it was so funny. I was like, I, I was literally was like, oh, what breed of cat is that? I'm like, that is not a pet. That is not a pet cat. <laughs> Want to know where I learned about caracals? Caracals, yeah. Um, elementary school. Oh. We had a book that I would check out a lot about, um, like, endangered species. Or like, and, you know, it was various, oh. varying degrees. Well, well good news. They're a low concern now. When it comes to endangerment. That's good. So That's good. I think there was a point where they were more endangered, but it's, um, I, I think, I, I believe there has been preservation efforts and most of the time when they're, like, they're not being really hunted for their fur. It's more so, ah, darn it, hit with a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we keep, much like the, the warrior cats, yeah. we built a, we uh, put in a parking lot, paved paradise and yeah. put in a parking lot. Um, now we keep hitting these cats with our cars. Yeah. Also, the reason I said, oh, this is relating to our cat fact earlier, is having the, the warrior cats having a pet um, baby badger is kind of the same situation of Bad having a pet tiger. Like, when it's a baby, oh, so cute. Eventually, that is going to get big. It's going to get big and it might eat you guys. Yeah. So it's better if we just left them well, with mama. I'm glad that we left 
the babies with Mama, and we didn't kill Mama. I am worried well, Mama made Mom slowly leave. bleeding out, and those babies are going to be, like, found. But. <laughs> Alright, you ready? Yes. Leafpool. Leafpool. What's the matter with her? Cinderpelt has called her three times. She asks what Leafpool has wrapped in her leaf. Leafpool says, poppy seeds. Cinderpelt sighs. Those are nettle seeds. Honestly, what's the matter with her today? I don't know. I. What do you do when someone confesses their love to you and just runs away? Like, it's not something that happens to me every day. Also, nettle seeds? What do those do? Um. Also, when you said... Gosh, I think it's for shortness of breath. Oh. No, wait, no. Maybe that was the coldest foot. Yeah, that's the coldest foot. That's what I asked about last time. And we were talking about cats of asthma. Yeah. Also, when you said leaf pool, what's wrapped in your leaf? I thought that was like a funny way of saying, what are you thinking about? I didn't realize there was a physical leaf she was holding. <laughs> it's uh, the seeds are used to cure poisoned cats. So probably make you throw up. Oh, so if you're like in pain and you're trying to, if you need some poppy seeds, probably like not the best thing to take. And then you're, you're in pain and you're vomiting. Yeah, it would not be good. Not not the... Especially because this is for her dad. Oh, isn't she still shoulder so bothering him? Yeah. Old man problems. Well, Leafpool apologizes. Cinderpelt says this morning she caught her trying to put yarrow on Mousefur's ticks instead of bile. Her tone softens. Is everything all right, Leafpool? Was she hurt when those Shadow Clan warriors chased her? Uh Leafpool shakes her head. She's fine. She's thinking about that night, but not about the Shadow Clan warriors that fell to their deaths. <laughs> Jeez. You know, no, my more my mortality was not uh I, I did not have a spiraling, you know, like <laughs> revelation. My life is not in danger, but my heart is. She's thinking about Crowfeather. He said he loved her. Leafpool, you're doing it again. <laughs> Leafpool shakes her head to clear it and grabs the poppy seed she had meant to get before. Cinderpelt says that if there's something wrong, she wishes Leafpool would talk to her about it. They're busier than they've been since they arrived, and she needs Leafpool. She's more than just a medicine apprentice now. She should be able to carry out the medicine Wait, duties I am? on her own. Oh, right, I have a big name now. I got a big girl name. Leafpool knows she's sorry, but everything was fine. And Leafpool actually thinks that everything is better than fine. Crowfeather loves her. It's better than fine. Oh my god, tell an adult. I know you're an adult woman and, like, this is, like, like logistically, it's, like, fine. Like, everyone's of age. But, like, also... (laughs) theoretically actually logistically this is really bad like in theory it's fine because we're all adults logistically there's a lot of elements here that do not intersect one you're a nun biggest problem two his girlfriend died like not very long ago three y'all have had like one one conversation to be fair it is longer than the weird retcon relationship between your dad and the dead lady. Yes. But 
they've got that going for them. There's more development like, there. But that's like, guys, here's the thing. If your relationship is slightly better than the non-existent one between uh, your dad and a ghost, that's not... that. We should be aiming a little higher. The bar isn't even on the floor. The bar is melting in the Earth's center. Somebody we need to the raise bar. it up. We need to. We need to dig it out. Okay. Well, the problem is, is who's your spirit guide? Oh my God! We need Yellow Fang. No, Yellow Fang's bad too. But Yellow Fang knows she made a mistake. And fix that mistake. Well, her child ended up being the devil. We, I don't yeah, really know. So she, uh, but I don't really know about the full relationship she had. Who did she Who did she sleep with? Ragged Star, and he was not a great dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. This, we're, um, we'll find out just how disrespectful he was to her. No, yeah. Honestly, in Yellow Fang, maybe in this situation would be a little bit better. She'd be like, girl, no. I've been and there. Then, been like, there, done that. It ended yeah. very poorly. About as bad she's as like it this can go. boy, little boy. He's he's better because he's not yet a war criminal. I maybe I like this guy. Probably kind of was a war criminal. <laughs> I don't know what the timeline is yet. Um. Also. Also. Man. Spotted leaf. I didn't re- like. Oh, God. Now okay. Spotted leaf. Her crimes are immeasurable. Not only, ow, not only has she, like, gaslit Firestar into being like, yeah, you, we were definitely in love when I was alive, which, gross, no, that wasn't the situation. Now, she's, like, she's sort of, I mean, not really, but let me hate her in not peace. Yet. Now, she, she's been like, oh, my regrets of never loving your father. My father, who was a child, never being with your dad when I was lo- alive, when you were adult and he was a child, uh, like, you need to reach for love and grab it. You need to, like, n- learn from my mistakes. Your mistakes of not committing a crime? How about, hey, Leafpool, how about you go talk to Mousefur? I think if you want to like, talk to a yes. cat, talk to my ace. <laughs> Mousefur's like, I... I feel no attraction to anyone. I don't need no I man do, or no even woman. If, even if I did, even if I did, I'd know better than this. <laughs> like, she's. Can she talk to a single adult? Like, talk to your dad. Like, because. He kind of he mentor like, who maybe wasn't planning on this in the first place, you know. She didn't necessarily. Yeah, you know she didn't. I mean, Leafpool was like, I'm gonna, you know, Leafpool woke up as a baby and was like, I'm gonna be a nun. Cinderpelt did not, and you know how have you yeah. terms with that Cinderpelt? Was has it been hard on you? Um, you know, she had an something... entirely different path in life laid out for her that yeah. Because of ableism, she had to give that up. Like, really, that's the only reason. Um, they're like, oh, convenient. Thank God. We didn't know who was going to talk to God. Um, thankfully, this kid almost died. You can't run so good, so now you have to do this. And she's like, well, I can still hunt. I'm just not that fast. Nope, this is all you can do, or else you die. Okay. Wow. This is messed up, guys. We should examine this. Nope, 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 nope. 
Sorry. What does her mentor say, though, as she's spacing okay, out? Right. Um, Sorry. We, God, every time we even, like, think about spottedly, we go off I the know. rails. We? Sorry. Me. No, we do. It's okay. I'm the one who brought it up. All right. So, Leaf, Leafpool grabs the correct bundle of seeds to bring to her father. So Firestar is in his den with Thornclaw, and he's asking if there was any trouble with Shadow Clan. Because remember, we dropped those dead bodies off. We did that today. Which is such a thing to gloss over. <laughs> like, I'm sure the badger thing is gonna come up later, but it'd be so funny if, like, we dedicated time to that, but not how we transported dead bodies. Like, I know it's a little bit, like, how the sausage got made, and this is, like, for middle schoolers at this point. Um, we haven't yet transitioned over. I want to know when we transition over to young adult. Um, I'm not sure exactly, and most places don't actually adhere to that. You're going to find It's it kind of like, like how PG and, like, G-rated films, like, in the 90s were a little more, whoa. We, we well, said, G didn't we said, exist. Damn. G didn't exist for a right, while. Right, right. It, it, I feel like this is... Oh, wait, no, sorry. Middle grade. PG-13 didn't exist. Middle grade young adult. We're kind of yeah. in that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Let's drug dad. Well, uh, Thornclaw says they met Russifer leading a border patrol, and she grabbed Blackstar, and Blackstar says that he knew nothing about his warriors supporting Mudclaw. She genuinely shrugs. might have not. Well, yeah. At all. Firestar shrugs. Like shrugs, winces from the pain in his shoulder because he's an old man. Don't and do says, that. He shrugs that a could lot. Be true. So Honestly, even if he true. did know, uh, he's not going to stop him. Like, okay, you guys want to go die for a different clan? Pfft, all right, get I out feel- of here. I feel like Blackstar would stop that. He'd be like, excuse me? You That's the thing. Watch. I think these people might have been indoctrinated and we he didn't know about it because I don't see what he benefits. No, I don't, I don't think... Because that would have been a lot of... That would have been like... There should have been three people on the island then. Like... Yeah. I think There he... was no good reason to bring in Blackstar. No, and I think he would have known about, um, he might have known about, like, some cats disagreeing, but I don't think, he would not have sanctioned cats to go die for another cause. No. That had nothing to do with him. I think this is a situation where... Hawkfrost, the smooth talker. Yeah. Hawkfrost, Hawkfrost took him to Boy Island and, uh, promised them power. When Hawkfrost invites you to Boy Island, he gets you there. He gets you a mimosa in you. Your charcuterie <laughs> board. And it's like, dip. And it's like, wow. I thought we were just here for boys' poker night, but this is like, you want me to join your cult? Like, did you, cool. did yeah, you no, make I do this hummus from scratch? Did you, did yeah. you blend these chickpeas yourself? Oh, wow. Whoa. But what do you mean? We can go for a swim? I don't really know how. Oh, all right. I mean. You'll teach me. You'll carry me? Okay, okay. I'll carry you. <laughs> Just like a flirty night with the boys. You just, you know. Yeah, you know, planning a Fireflies coup. and mimosas. Anything could happen. <laughs> a coup happens. 
right. Anyway, he just seduced some randos. Blackstar didn't know about it because he doesn't, like, no. What are you doing? Well, we think he's the rightful leader. You're so stupid. You're we don't so, even you're share a literally border being with manipulated. That's my job. I'm the manipulator here. And, and also, they don't share like, a border if, anymore. There was one time where they shared a border with Winkland and they don't touch him. Yeah. And, I mean, Blackstar, like, I think he wouldn't do anything unless he saw a benefit. And, like, yeah, there right. was none. Those guys were just, like, two randos that maybe, honestly, maybe they were on patrol. They saw a fight going down. We're like, we can't not be in on this. From across the lake? Maybe. <laughs> You're telling me if you saw, I don't know how big this lake is. If you saw across the way, a, if, okay, okay, we're talking about these two jock dudes. Have You know when you go out on a, 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 a town, in, on a college town, and it's, it's bar night, everyone's out? And there's there's two dudes fighting. Do not every single frat boy from across the town are suddenly converging on that one spot because they need to be part of this. They need to be there for the boys. I don't know about that, but one time I was walking home from a night on the town, very drunk, and I saw a guy and a girl fighting, and I went up to her and I said, Hey, are you okay? I went yeah. up to this girl, I'm like, Are you okay? And she turned around, she was like, Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I was crying because I was drunk, and I don't know why, but right. then I was crying, and then I got a hug from both of them. <laughs> wow, you're beautiful. What a beautiful moment. You stopped a petty fight between these two. You stopped. Literally, you probably saved a relationship that night. <laughs> right. Uh, um, <laughs> Marine the Drunk Angel. Um, But yeah, no, I just think it was a situation where they just... Honestly, who knows that they're on the other side of the lake? No one knows what the borders are really well. Maybe they were, they were lost. Anyway, lost. anyway. All right, all right. Dad, so, Dad, um, here's your drugs. Well, Thornclaw says uh, his warriors took the bodies away for burial, and then we came home. So Firestar's like, yeah, well done. And he doesn't want trouble with ShadowClan at the moment, and he adds that they should be careful what they say at the next gathering. There's no sense in trailing their tails for Blackstar to pounce on. And he asked Thornclaw to pass along that message to the rest of the clan. That is a hilarious... That's hilarious because that's something cats do. <laughs> right. They're like, mm, play with me. Mm. It's like Hobbit. Every time he'll like lay down in the kitchen right by like kind of the, uh, the passageway going into the hallway. And if I just walk by... I will suddenly feel this little soft tap tap on my ankles. Cause I'll be like, oh wow, who did that? Who would have grabbed your ankles with their little claws, with their little 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 bean pads? Who would have done that? I'm like, come here, and I, you know, but yeah, they beat them up. They love. <laughs> uh, once Thornclaw leaves, Leafpool gives Firestar the poppy seeds, and he thanks her. That'll teach him not to take on two warriors at once. <laughs> no, dad. <laughs> it literally, it, no. Well, Leafpool tells him he should sleep now. But as she finishes speaking, cats are gathering below the ledge, and Squirrelflight is calling for Firestar. Well, there goes my nap, Firestar says with an amused glance at Leafpool. Which I'm sure Squirrelflight has kept him from many a naps. Yeah, I mean, why don't they just come to Dad's little den and tell him? 
Well, he limps out of the den and Beef Pool follows him. And excitement rushes through her. She wants to fling herself. (laughs) She wants to fling herself down the rocks to question Squirrel Flight. Had the patrol seen Crowfeather? What did he say? Had he been hurt in the battle? Had he mentioned? (laughs) I can't do this. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. She stops before leaving her father's den. She can't ask any of those questions. So. I. Guys, I can't do this. I can't do this because it's exactly what I feared. It's it they're in it's gonna be it's like not toxic, but it's just totally in two different places because internally Crowfeather's like, How could I have done this? How could I, a man, a simple man, a mortal, fall in love with someone so beautiful and precious and pure but my my dear dear love who died not so long ago? How could I betray her? Like that's his internal dialogue? versus Leafpool is like, wow, I wonder if he likes how my fur looks. You think he'll look at I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, he's just kind of like, did he think, talk about me? Did he ask you? Hey, sister? Yeah. It's a girl who has her first crush versus someone with severe, severe emotional baggage. It's, yeah. oh God, like therapy therapy for everyone please or i i mean not necessarily i mean leafpool should get it to help her like you know sort out her stuff with her career versus her heart but also like she's gonna need therapy i think if this keeps going the way it's if this ends up any if this goes past i I guess it's like technically past crush but we've confessed i don't know what we're like it's I think like we're still at like Romeo and Juliet levels of like, okay, you've confessed your love. It hasn't been very long, though. Yeah. Ugh. So Squirrel Flight would want to know why she was so interested in the World Wind Clan warrior. And even her sister could wouldn't understand if she knew Leaf Pool had broken the medicine code and fallen in love. No. No, you should tell- Oh, wait! Hey, wait a minute! Where's our twin connection? Oh, don't worry. We'll, uh, we'll feel a little bit of that twin connection. Okay, good. Because it's kind of silly that one of them's like, I hate men right now. Why is my- <laughs> Why do I have butter- Why do I have butterflies? Like, I've just fallen in love. <laughs> versus- <laughs> Why do I feel good? I'm angry. Right, like, and the versus the other one who's like, Oh, I'm so in love, but man, I hate men somewhere in my heart. <laughs> well, Brambleclaw's patrol was in the clearing, and Leafpool catches a powerful wave of feeling from her sister. She seems to be in even more turmoil than she had after her fight with Brambleclaw. Leafpool's fur bristles with agitation, fear, and sympathy. She reaches her sister's side and murmurs in her ear to ask what happened. Squirrelflight hisses that Wind Clan treated them like they were sworn enemies. Oh, right, and then the badger happened. But remember, Wind Clan was kind of mean to us first. Oh, yeah. Your your stupid boyfriend didn't say anything. He just had a rab in his mouth. What? Yeah, like, we can, I can read your mind. Why did you think this would be a secret from me? <laughs> oh, well, Leafpool turns to listen to Brambleclaw's report to Firestar, and Brambleclaw confirms that One Star got his nine lives. But Wing Clan doesn't seem to think we're allies anymore. And Ashford says he told him they were 
they would have to show ThunderClan they're strong enough to stand on their own. Brambleclaw shook his head. He thinks it's more than that. How much more, Brambleclaw? And he really can't imagine what the problem is, Dustpelt asks, standing beside Firestar. Come on, Brambleclaw, he says. He's probably not the most popular cat in WindClan right now, after Hawkfrost saved his life. One star probably thinks he and Hawkfrost were working together all along. Oh my god, Brambleclaw can't stand not being the most popular cat in WindClan. That's the most heartbreaking thing he's ever heard. He thought yeah. he had a real shoe in for Prom King this year. <laughs> but, but his brother's a star quarterback from the rival high school. Yeah, which it's like it, he's honestly delusional, <laughs> like that this would affect him at all. But he, he does he like for some reason that like ripped his heart in twain. Mouth dumb, Brambleclaw snapped. One star forgave all the cats who fought against him, including Hawkfrost. And every cat knows Brambleclaw fought for WindClan. One star couldn't have any quarrel with him. Leafpool glances at Squirrelflight. There was a time she would have leapt to Brambleclaw's defense. Now she just stared at him with narrowed eyes. It's like a public bathroom to me now. <laughs> like, mostly indifferent, but mainly disgust. Firestar looks between Dustpelt and Brambleclaw. And he says he hopes Ashford's right. <laughs> But they also can't trust Webfoot to report on what's happening in his clan. Because, you know, Webfoot was part of the coup. He was a big part. So he'll have to visit once Wait, his what shoulder Webfoot is better. Do? Webfoot? Oh, he right. Was... He was part of the coup. Yeah. Sorry, with a name like that, I keep thinking he should be a medicine cat. You can't have a silly name and not be a medicine cat. I guess you can be leader now. Leafpool and Squirrelflight exchange a startled glance. Leafpool says that he should wait until the gathering to speak to one star there. You try <laughs> telling him that, Squirrelflight murmured. Oh, dad. <laughs> Firestar is about to go back to his den when Brambleclaw says, Wait! We haven't told you about the badger yet. Badger? Okay. Firestar turns All back right, alarmed. guys, wow. Maybe next time we, like, don't spend so much time being like, uh, a different clan said some mean things to us. That's an average everyday thing. No one likes us, guys. Your leader was a once kitty pet. Like, we're not winning any popularity contest. Brambleclaw? No, especially not you. Uh, <laughs> but a badger? On our territory? Kind of. Well, not anymore, Brambleclaw says and relays the story to the clan. Squirrelflight is silent as he told it. Firestar tells Dustpelt to take a patrol to fill the hole, and he also wants a warrior to keep watch in case the badgers come back. Dustpelt's like, I'm adopting any random kids I see. You pick the wrong guy to leave this patrol, I'm already leaving! Ah, I'm gonna go get badger babies! (laughs) Well, Dustpelt brings Rainwhisker to show him the set, which, man, Rainwhisker... He was on Dawn Patrol, then he had to go over to Wing Clan. Ray Whisker's like, I need a nap. Ray Whisker's like, really would like a nap right 
now. But I'm not going to complain because I'm not Brambleclaw. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. <laughs> Whitestorm was my father, and I'm going to carry that with pride. Yeah, I'm Whitestorm. I will suffer in silence until I die. <laughs> well, Cloudtail and Brambleclaw get a white. go with them. Maybe? Might even become might even become deputy and then die. I don't know. <laughs> Just for fun. Well, Firestorm warns that patrols will need to watch for badgers going forward. They need to make it clear that they aren't welcome here. I think that's a pretty good place. <laughs> Guys, if you want to vote for me for Prom King instead of Brambleclaw, you could do so on our Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> WCWITcast. Or if you want to email us directly, you can do so at WCWITcast at gmail.com. Um, just a brief reminder, we're, we're, we're both adult women with full-time jobs, and one of us is moving, one of us... I just started a new car. job, and I'm still working at my old job, and I'm moving, so... <laughs> we might be a little behind on emails. We're sorry about that, but we will eventually answer them. We promise. Um, yes. Or Maureen will. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I should probably help, but and you can still email us there at wcwitcast at gmail.com. And if you want to help with the podcast, you can share with a friend and be like, hey, we beat up a mom this episode, but really, okay, that sounds bad. But listen, it was just because we wanted to drive her and her children out of our neighborhood. Okay, that sounds worse. That sounds worse. Um... There's a nun in love with a man she met, like, once. Yeah, that'll make him listen. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That'll make him listen. Because I'm Everheart. And I'm Tangle Thun. And this has been Warrior Cats. Stop. Stop.